Hey guys, welcome back to BMT Walks episode 5. I'm Dr. Jasmine, your Bhattisi. Today we have with us Dr. M Kavita who is an a consultant neurologist because today is World Stroke Day. Dr. Kavita is an specialist in pediatric neurology, expert in ECG, electrophysiology and transcranial Doppler. Hospital she is associated with Velamil Medical College and Speciality Hospital Madurai and Avai Hospital Kavita Neurocenter. Participated as study coordinator in open labeled randomized multicentric comparative study to evaluate the immunogenicity and reactogenicity of easy four vaccine with tetract HIV infants, for which the date has been submitted to the WHO. One award for paper entitled study on catamenial epilepsy, which is an elusive condition, in the International Conference on Neurology held in. Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia on September 2014. She is the first author of chapter Neurocardiology in IAN textbook of neurology. A very warm welcome ma'am. Uh, thank you. Thanks for those uh, thanks for that good uh, very uh, kind words ma'am. actually. Thank you as an introduction. Ma'am thank you. And ma'am before we start I have a confession to make that since childhood I was very fascinated by biology but always and always I was uh, wanted to be a neurologist not knowing what exactly it is but I was really intrigued by how the brain functions and how everything is controlled by in the body so that is say Yeah that's so nice actually uh, because uh, as you rightly said brain is the most fascinating uh, Uh, organ of the body i would say uh, the most fascinating thing which uh, the god has ever created which is uh, uh, agreed uh, yeah the uh, entire uh, functioning of the body from head to toe uh, and it's an unsung hero i would say <laughs> han ji han ji for sure exactly yeah. So ma'am today I have few questions for you from which the first one is uh, like what is stroke and how common it is in India Yeah stroke is uh, it's a condition uh, a disease where the blood vessels within the brain uh, get blocked or gets uh, it also has a leak uh, causing a, you know a hemorrhage inside the brain both can cause stroke but commonly we uh, come across ischemic stroke which is caused by caused by a block in uh, in one of the blood vessels inside the brain uh, so which can right. uh, cause the uh, which part of the brain is affected based on that we have an effect on the body that's stroke right yeah and uh, it is uh, the it is quite common in india and the disease burden is it keeps increasing uh, in the every year almost about 1. a million people suffer in india with stroke and it has become almost okay. fourth to fifth leading cause of death uh, among indians right right so ma'am exactly who all are at more risk to get stroke and like why does it happen yes a stroke uh, per se has got uh, uh, many risk factors which are which are preventable certain things are preventable certain things are uh, cannot be prevented like age so as as age advances from 60 years uh, uh, even the advancing age itself is a risk factor for both men and women in fact women have a little protection till the menopause uh, and post menopausal women have equal risk compared to men and uh, 
so this is this cannot be aging cannot be prevented what right. can be prevented is uh, the uh, the blood pressure can be kept under control so people with uh, high blood pressure or hypertension or high blood sugar or diabetes and uh, people uh, uh, having uh, uh, obesity uh, which is a right. running problem right now and the people exactly. who work with the very very severe anxiety or uh, uh, stress uh, under a stressful work uh, pattern all these people are at risk and uh, and last but not the least smoking tobacco use usage is a leading risk factor which can be completely prevented uh, as far as stroke is concerned right exactly okay ma'am ma'am there is a term uh, like wake up stroke what is that yeah yeah that's a that's a very interesting question because the wake up stroke even uh, many doctors are not very much aware of this because stroke yeah. uh, uh, usually i will say what is wake up stroke first the wake up stroke is something uh, the person uh, he or she goes to sleep normally has a good meal goes to sleep normally he wakes up he or she wakes up with you know one side of arms weak or uh, or uh, they they wake up with the complaint of difficulty in speaking or slurred speech or some complaint pertaining to one half of the body so this is called wake up stroke so why is this important is uh, the time of onset of the stroke symptoms is unknown in this in these patients so usually we say that from the onset of symptoms of stroke uh, the first 6 hours is called the golden period and within those 6 hours we have to immediately reach a hospital where there is a neurologist or a stroke team or a stroke ready hospital where uh, they'll be able to Uh, uh, almost within the six hours, they'll be able to completely remove the clot, if uh, possible, through uh, an IV right. drug or through uh, an angiogram of the brain would help us remove the clot, which is causing the stroke. It can be done within the first six hours. But in wake-up stroke, they are not uh, able to identify when this happened because the person was sleeping, so they don't know when the symptoms. Yeah, happened. exactly. In that right. case, an MRI brain would help us. and identifying whether uh, there is still there is a time to salvage whatever part of brain is removing him we left for uh, uh, saving uh, apart from, uh, the the neurons which is which are die which are dying or which are already dead because of the stroke and there are some part of the brain which is undergoing the death you know which is undergoing the right. uh, death of the stroke and those neurons can be salvaged so even uh, even a few neurons can be salvaged is is going to be a, a, a lifetime improvement in their uh, well being in their uh, functioning of their uh, hand or leg so that's going to make a lot of difference so it's very important right. even if the person wakes up with a stroke immediately he should be taken to a hospital for uh, the uh, with the, where the stroke team is uh, vigilant and ready for action right so ma'am like all strokes are common or there are uh, various different types of stroke Actually, in stroke, uh, I told you broadly there is an ischemic stroke yeah. and hemorrhagic stroke. So hemorrhagic stroke, the management is different. The cause is also different. Most often in hemorrhagic stroke, hemorrhagic stroke, I mean the uh, blood which leaks in the brain, right, uh, due to a yeah. rupture of blood vessels. Uh, very common cause of that is an uncontrolled hypertension when the BP is very high. Many times when they skip the BP tablets for a few days or a day or two. then the bp shoots up and then there is a sudden rupture of a blood vessel within the brain causing a hemorrhage and they can also present right. with upsets like seizures or uh, hemiplegia and depending on the place where the bleed occurs it happens 
and so that can be prevented by maintaining the bp at a uh, at a proper uh, uh, controlled level and the other part right is stroke and in the ischemic stroke where the stroke is because of a blood vessel getting blocked in that there are two types which yeah. is called arterial stroke and venous stroke so the arterial stroke okay. i think commonly we all know that arteries carry good blood and veins carry blood back, uh, right so yeah. that that holds good the same thing occurs even in the brain so this uh, arterial stroke is different and uh, the venous stroke is different in the sense that the arterial stroke within the 6 hours we can uh, i as i already mentioned about the management we can about yes. that and then uh, the, the management is different in venous stroke commonly venous stroke occurs in younger individuals younger as it okay there is a risk so that risk holds good for the arterial stroke whereas the venous stroke can happen even in uh, uh, you know young females uh, uh, females who are very anemic uh, who are in their uh, uh, pregnancy period and uh, during the uh, immediately after delivery where the pregnancy itself causes their blood uh, you know blood thinners and all to uh, get aggravated that we call that a coagulopathy that the clotting right in the blood are deranged so uh, in a in a natural way in pregnancy that happens so when it is not under yeah. control when it goes beyond the control that causes a venous stroke which is common in pregnancy so not only young females also in people, in in young uh, males who are uh, chronic alcoholics and uh, chronic usage of tobacco chronic smoking all these can cause venous stroke so in venous stroke the management is completely different so it's very important to identify the types of stroke uh, for the better management that was my next question ma'am can young people get stroke and you have ex- already explained yeah. it beautifully yeah <laughs> so ma'am uh, what are this yeah 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 i'm sure. sorry i'm sorry uh, uh, maybe for no, last no. question one more thing i can add what i can add is uh, uh, yeah, uh, people or young individuals with uh, you know a congenital heart disease uh, or congenital okay. heart uh, disease like rheumatic heart disease and also like uh, uh, heart problems with the with the difference in the beat we call it as atrial fibrillation so all this can be present right from the young age even those individuals are at risk to get stroke and uh, uh, and another important thing is uh, uh, severe anemia that that can right especially to be uh, very specific we call it as sickle cell anemia in uh, even children with yeah. those conditions can have stroke Okay, so ma'am, exactly what are the signs and symptoms? How do a doctor and how does a person know that I'm experiencing a stroke? Yes. So, um, yeah, to answer that, I'll give a a, a small um, uh, short form of the symptoms to uh, to remember very yeah. easily, and it should reach the people also, so they easily remember it. So, I would say B fast. Yeah. So it's B E B fast. So remember this. Oh. So B for balance. the first ever so okay. not the first ever and the commonly suddenly if there is a balance uh, dysfunction they suddenly the person feels that he is losing his balance he is trying he is tending there is a tendency to sway to one side or uh, uh, there is a sudden uh, severe uh, giddiness you know uh, so b for right, balance yeah. and that is uh, uh, a problem uh, next is e for okay. eyes so when there is a sudden uh, change in the vision it may be a double vision things can be uh, or uh, right uh, there is a sudden loss or decrease in vision in one eye or both the eyes or when uh, that is for e eyes 
and then f for phase for the deviation phase uh, to one side we call it a facial weakness okay and in the arm or leg suppose if one side of the hand or the leg uh, the person feels suddenly weak then uh, suddenly lot right. of weakness also numbness suddenly one half of the body goes numb even that is a very early symptom of stroke yes for speech so suddenly when there is a when there is a difficulty in speaking or they are not able to speak or they have slurred speech all this uh, are symptoms of uh, early symptoms of stroke the last the t uh, stands for time the so yeah. time is brain so once we uh, come across or a person has this kind of uh, symptoms one of these symptoms which i have mentioned now then the brain starts ticking a clock so uh, from then on the neurons okay. start dying so time is brain so if these symptoms occur rush to a nearby hospital with a neurologist or a stroke team service for an effective management and these the person can be completely cured of stroke as well right so exactly if this be fast happens so we must be like quite fast to reach the yes. hospital that is the so point fast right happens be fast okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so ma'am what test uh, to be done for stroke patients yeah immediately as i told you with suppose a person comes with these kind of early signs the first test to be done is a ct brain ct scan of the brain that is sufficient for uh, practically okay. that is sufficient but that should be available in the hospital so one we need to check the blood sugar right. and we need to check the ct brain that's the first and foremost investigation we have to do for uh, uh, to starting the thrombolysis as i told you the uh, the drug which you have to be given if it is an ischemic stroke to lyse the clot to remove the block the first uh, injection we give is uh, the thrombolytic drug that should be started to start that we need only a ct scan of the brain and a blood sugar value after that we need to know the other uh, mm-hmm. uh, we are going to check the bp and uh, in wake up stroke only mri is mandatory immediately i mean immediately at, okay. at the at the casualty unit right so mm-hmm. otherwise a ct scan brain would give us a, a clue whether this patient is will be effic- uh, will be uh, efficacious if you are going to start the uh, stroke treatment Uh, apart from the other uh, blood values or uh, hemoglobin and uh, most often it is uh, the blood uh, investigation and the uh, imaging of the brain right so ma'am exactly how it is managed or treated yes so uh, within the first 6 hours suppose the the patient comes with these symptoms and uh, the ct scan shows that he is the right candidate for thrombolysis the first uh, step is right. intravenous thrombolysis we have a a drug called tissue plasminogen activator that is a drug which is a drug yes. of choice for uh, uh thrombolyzing or lysing the clot which is formed in the uh, blood vessel of the brain so that's the start of it and then further we go ahead do a ct scan angiogram of the brain uh, or uh, how do how we they do for a heart that's quite popular no angiogram of the heart Similarly, we do right. yeah. the brain. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, considering and uh, identifying which block is, uh, you know, which blood vessel within the brain block, we uh, we do a endovascular intervention and then remove the clot if possible. And uh, in that, there are various types, and then the management varies based on where exactly the clot is and all that. It goes on like that. So, the first is IV thrombolysis. Then we move on to endovascular intervention, which is the clot retract, clot retrieval. Oh. 
and to continue right, with that right. support of the patient and you know there are so many barriers in india that they cannot reach within the 6 hours many of the time many of the time. yeah very poor so that we are formulating even telemedicine to for thrombolysis and primary care physicians are being equipped with this drug and all that we are at the india still in the interface of you know uh, increasing this uh, management protocols so the patients who are not able to arrive at the 6 uh, week time and then it's not end of the life even after 6 hours of uh, time the patient uh, has to be given uh, ta- can be managed with injections and tablets to increase the circulation of the many of the parts of the brain and then the physiotherapy which is done at the right uh, uh, right way and for the right amount of time it is definitely going to improve their function whatever they have lost maybe the legs and uh, uh, speech swallowing or arms and legs weakness all the uh, functions which has been lost can be regained with proper physiotherapy so within the 6 months so remember the first 6 hours of stroke and the first 6 months of stroke where uh, we can uh, so stroke is not the end of the life the awareness should be right for, uh, good effective management and physiotherapy Ma'am, are there any complications of stroke? Complications of stroke, yes. If the uh, number one is uh, definitely death. There, the suppose if it is a is something called okay. there, uh, something called malignant infarct. It's called malignant because it uh, uh, it it is it, very very life threatening. Where one part of the brain is completely uh, uh, it uh, it is uh, you know devoid of the supply suddenly, and then the brain starts. well where the brain uh, swelling causes uh, you know compression of the other uh, opposite side of the brain and that is very very life threatening where we may have to uh, go with a surgery called a decompressive craniectomy which is going to allow the brain to swell and there we want to give some time for the brain swelling to settle down but that may lead on to death number 1 number 2 is the uh, many a times for quite some time the patient is going to be bedridden so they are very prone to develop chest infections pneumonia and they're going to be there in the hospital for long term so hospital acquired pneumonia is very common and uh, if adequate therapy yeah, is not right. given then patients may get uh, complications like bed sore and uh, you know weakness of the bone also the mineralization of the bone may get reduced because of not getting adequate physiotherapy or mobilization so these are the many uh, complications which can occur with stroke Ma'am, uh, if we try, can all patients be safe from stroke? Is that possible? There are uh, many uh, uh, instances where this stroke can be prevented. Not all, as I told you, there are uh, patients who have uh, that's yeah. very rare, but uh, congenital heart disease or a rheumatic heart disease causing a stroke, or yeah. uh, uh, basically, uh, you know, genetically, so in some people, their uh, blood uh, is, is quite thin. the thinness of the blood are an enormously high level in their blood it's called as uh, hyperhomocystinemia uh, there are many conditions where the uh, clotting factors in the blood are naturally weak they are they are in a disorder in those right. people we cannot prevent the stroke maybe if we identify this condition is then maybe for life long they have to take tablets to prevent the stroke but apart from that uh, okay. majority of the stroke can be prevented with proper healthy lifestyle you know keeping our blood pressure under control keeping our blood sugar under control uh, you know obesity can be prevented by a very healthy lifestyle regular exercise normal sleep pattern 
avoid yeah, tobacco exactly. tobacco yeah. smoking which is a leading cause that should be uh, stopped smoking should be stopped alcohol uh, that should be uh, stopped and tobacco usage as you rightly pointed out that should be stopped so uh, this can be definitely preventable for the cholesterol level so the diet should be should not be very high in food containing high cholesterol right mam like how is the recovery from stroke uh, like is it gradual it takes time or a patient recovering from stroke how yeah. is that patients who are recovering from stroke and i told you the first 6 months of stroke suppose uh, even in spite of the thrombolysis yeah. and endovascular the thrombectomy the patient still has a weakness just uh, within the 6 months with adequate physiotherapy and uh, certain neurostimulants uh, the drugs which can stimulate the other the parts of the brain Uh, with this, they can get a, a a good recovery. Actually, right now the awareness about the physiotherapy is also very less. They think that the exercise they do at home themselves is yeah. sufficient, or they think that if a, a drug alone would cause a magic and bring <laughs> back the uh, lost uh, function in in a in a hand or leg. No. So with 50% of the drugs and the 50% of the physiotherapy or the adequate exercise uh, stimulation exercises through the limbs is very very important. If if it is done within the six months. because the brain has a recovery time and it definitely takes uh, and the recovery time varies from individual to individual uh, that cannot be predicted but then with the regular exercise roughly within 6 months they can get a good recovery after 6 months the recovery is going to be very very slow and not that as expected okay mam patients on medications uh, how long long uh, do they take like uh, sometimes it can uh, may lead to the lifetime uh, medication or uh, it can be just few months the, the drug they have to be taking for lifetime is uh, drugs which is uh, going to keep the blood in flow you know which is going to prevent another clot in the brain right. so that yeah. drug and suppose if the patient is found to have a high cholesterol or a high blood pressure or high sugar all these drugs are very very important they have to be continued lifelong with a regular follow up with their doctor right all right okay ma'am my questions are over that is was an impactful session thank you so much for joining in today on such an yeah, important topic you. i would just end with a note that one in four of us can get a stroke and so don't be the one thank you okay Yeah, right, right. Thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you so much. Okay, guys. So this was uh, the session. We will meet in the next episode of BMT Walk. Stay safe, stay healthy, and see you again. Bye, bye.